Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. We're back. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 through the Fan of Dallas. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G Bag Nation, two to seven PM Central, Monday through Friday on 105 through the Fan of Dallas. He's also the pre and post game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, and he is a former co-worker of one Mike Zimmer, the new defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. Brian, first off, before we jump into Mike Zimmer talk and, and some Super Bowl talk and everything else, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Bobby. How about yourself? I am doing great. Loving life and excited that the Cowboys, in my belief, made the right hire in Mike Zimmer. I think every name that was out there, if you ask me who is the perfect hire for what this defense needs in terms of what they're, they need in terms of attitude, what they need in terms of scheme, what they need in terms of fostering talent and everything else, I thought Mike Zimmer was far and away the only candidate that made sense if you check all those boxes. I'm particularly really excited about what this means for Parsons and some of the A-gap pressures that Mike Zimmer is really fond of bringing, and I think that that's going to really benefit Parsons. Um, some of the stuff that he's, you know, the history he has with, you know, helping to foster as a coordinator and as a defensive, you know, somebody overseeing the defense, some of the history he has in helping to foster the growth of pass rushers, not just here in Dallas, like Greg Ellis, um, who elevated his game here, and, you know, uh, DeMarcus Ware, but also in Minnesota, the way he took a guy like Daniil Hunter, who people said, is he all just, you know, what 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 is this guy? Is he somebody who's just all potential? And is he ever going to reach it? And then he did. And then the way he leveled up Everson Griffin and helped, you know, really kind of keep a handle on Everson Griffin in a way that this Cowboys team couldn't for, you know, even three months. Um, so that's a lot. That's a mouthful there, Brian. But I am very, very excited about this Mike Zimmer hire. And I, I get the sense that you're a fan of this hire as well. Yeah, I absolutely love it, Bobby. I'm, I'm a, excuse me, my voice is shot right now, it seems like. But in, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, though, that when you look at the Mike Zimmer hire, you mentioned all the, the possible candidates. You know, it, it makes you kind of wonder, you know, did they lose a guy, you know, with Aiden Derdy? You know, that, that those are the things that you kind of, you know, um, if great there's coach. anything, what's that? I said great coach. Adam Dirty is a great coach. And yeah, I mean, he he's a great coach. And you wonder, did you let a young guy get away? You know, could this be the next young guy? And, you know, but I don't think Mike McCarthy has a lot of, uh, I don't think he has a lot of time here, <laughs> you know, and I don't know if he can necessarily deal you know, with a first-year defensive coordinator. We saw what happened in Philadelphia with their situation. Two new coordinators, both of them fired, you know. And yep. so if you're in a situation where you're, you're you're trying to save your job or trying to move on and, you know, maybe elevate, um, you know, hiring a first-time coordinator could be a little bit of a problem. Now, if Mike McCarthy had two, three years left on a deal, maybe that's a whole different story. Uh, he'll be the one that we'll always kind of keep an eye on because he's the one guy that the more you studied him and the more you were around him, the more you were impressed by him. And so, 
But, uh, you know, with the candidates that were out there, I just, because I personally know Mike Zimmer. I mean, Mike mm-hmm. Zimmer and I go way, way back. Um, you, yeah, back you guys have worked in the trenches. What's yeah, that? You guys have worked in, you guys have worked in the trenches together. Yeah, we were, we were together. And, you know, and Mike was, I always had a lot of respect for Mike. I mean, I, I, his, his work ethic, his determination, his ability to teach were all very, very positive things for me. You know, and I, I saw him, I saw Bill Parcells challenge him. And, you know, you're, you know, you're thinking like, God, you're getting challenged by Bill Parcells. You better not fail. Mike didn't fail. You know, Mike, you know, he's told Mike, he's like, hey, you're going to coach this 4-3 defense one more year. And then you're going to have to coach this 3-4. We'll figure it out. We'll get some personnel in here. We'll, we'll, we'll adjust it. And Mike did both. And Mike did it both at a high level. And I was always super impressed by the challenges and the way he met the challenges. I was impressed with him, what he did in Minnesota um, as a head coach. And you're absolutely right. He can be very tough. He can be very demanding. But he's attention to detail. He's all about football. That's, that's the great thing about, about Mike Zimmer is that he, when he gets in here, he is going to make everybody on that defense accountable. And that's no slam at, at uh, you know, at, at Dan Quinn. But, you know, there were some things when this team struggled in games, their defense struggled too. And, and it struggled with communication. It struggled with, uh, you know, with uh, the ability to, you know, the giving up the big plays, sometime with the scheme. You know, I mean, Dan did a fine job. 12 wins, fine job. But – I just feel like there's there's so much more that you could potentially get out of that defense, you know, get out of with Micah Parsons, you know. I think you you mentioned all the guys that that Mike's coached, and he has an understanding of how he wants to play scheme, how he wants to use guys. I think that's a real positive thing for the Cowboys going forward. I, I think, you know, that we're going to look back probably on this hire, and this this might be one of those hires that saves Mike McCarthy's job. This might be the one that saves his job, you know. And we'll see what, you know, Zim and talking to him, um, he's going to come in. He's going to look at the staff. He's going to kind of figure out what they got. They're going to try and figure out what they need. And then they'll go to work of, you know, trying to rebuild. I shouldn't say rebuild. I should say uh, make additions on this defense at certain groups of personnel, the certain positions that absolutely need attention. And yeah. Mike and the and Will McClay will will get after that uh, the first day they're all together. Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot to unpack here in terms of differences between Zimmer and Quinn, and some of the things that uh, you know Zimmer can bring to the table. And it, and like you said, I think Dan Quinn did a fantastic job here. I think Dan Quinn absolutely earned his opportunity to get another head coaching gig with what he did with this defense in three years that we've been begging other coaches to do with this defense for a decade and they hadn't been able to do. And so I I think that Dan Quinn gets a ton of credit. I'm going to miss having him around the building. I'm going to miss the way that he operates. I think he's a great coach. I think there are people that are going to miss him. I do think that this team, this defense had has evolved past the arm around the shoulder. Like, Hey buddy, what's, what's going on? They, they need somebody who's going to lay down the law a little bit and if there's one thing that Mike Zimmer sort of has a reputation for, I know Darren Woodson told you guys this last week at Radio Row. You guys on G-Bag Nation got to talk to him for 105 through the fan. If there's one thing that Mike Zimmer's probably not going to do very much, it's he's not going to coddle people. He's not going to no. coddle players or be your buddy. He's no. he's going to lay down the law. And you and I know Darren Woodson told y'all, 
they became really good friends after years of working together and respect and trust that was built after his playing days. But when he's in it, he's not he, he's not your buddy. He's he's there to to be your coach. No, I think you you totally nailed it though, Bobby. That's that's the thing, and and I think players like you know the Darren Woodsons, um, you know those are the guys that that lived it every single day. You know those are the guys that you know Zim Zim. You know he was very fortunate. You know coming through college and then getting an opportunity, you know to work on those Super Bowl staffs with some really good defensive coaches. He learned along the way. He developed. You know, he be you know he he coached Deion Sanders. He, he's coached some really high level, you know, players, all pro players. You know, and he um, he's not going to be your friend all the time. I mean, yeah, uh, that's just not his. That's not his mo. He is not a touchy feely feely huggy kind of a guy. You know, he really isn't. Yeah, I almost butchered all the words there, but that's you know <laughs> what I mean. He, that's just yeah. not his way of operating. I mean, if you get a hello out of Zim, you're doing pretty good, you know? You know, if you're you have an interaction with Zim, you're probably doing pretty good because he's just not a he's not the the type of guy that's just going to chit-chat with you. You know, he's it's about football. It's about playing sound defense. It's about doing your jobs. And it's about winning games. That's what Mike Zimmer does. So, I I like I say there's 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 some hires and some interviews that they made that I didn't feel that way. But yeah. now, you know, seeing Mike, seeing how he's grown as a coach, um, I think the head coaching experience will help him, uh, you know, as a, as a coordinator now too. You know, he'll kind of have an understanding, and maybe he'll be able to help, you know, Mike McCarthy along the way with some of the things they're trying to do. Yeah, and look, here's one of the things that I, I think is a great way to – draw this analogy in terms of what Mike Zimmer can do for you from a culture perspective. Cause right now, Brian, you know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. What's going to be the buzzword heading into Indy. What's going to be the thing that they, you know, in the past was, Oh, physicality. Then it was, Hey, we're doing, you know, offense. We're limiting turnovers. This is our big, uh, our, our big point. I get the sense hearing players talk after the season and talking to people behind the scenes with the Cowboys. My sense of it is their big bullet point this year. I don't know if it'll be a, how much it will be publicly, but I feel like their bullet point this year is culture. And and more than that, player leadership, player cult, like, like player-driven culture. They want more leaders in that locker room, I think. And here's the thing is that when you talk about whipping that defense into shape and and drawing the best out of people, I, I don't know about you, but I don't know that I could come up with two polar opposite personality types as professionals to me than Deion Sanders and Darren Woodson. Like yeah. Darren Woodson is all business and, and do things a certain way. Dion greatest corner of all time, arguably, but is very me. He's very me focused and it's about prime time and everything else. Those two personalities as wildly different as they are, both love Mike Zimmer the same yeah. way. Dion Sanders has a ton of respect for Mike Zimmer and that's somebody who, you know, famously in a press conference, Zim was given in Minnesota. He had to stop down the media and he goes, hold on, Dion's calling. He's been in the hospital. I haven't heard from him yet. This is the first time I've heard him. And talk to Dion on the phone. Dion, when Zim was out of football, Dion brought him over to, uh, I believe it was Jackson State his last year there and, and had him, you know, be an analyst and be around the team. So 
when you talk about the way Darren Woodson views things, the way Dion views things, two very different types, but two guys who both love him the same way and felt like he brought out a lot of great in them. And I think that that's encouraging to me because that to me says Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and Stefan Gilmore, they can all, with their different perspectives, benefit the same way from working with this guy. No, no, no question. No question. This is a... This is a hire that, you know, Mike McCarthy needs this type of hire. He really does. Mm-hmm. Now, to circle back with your buzzword, you know, with the uh, culture, player, player-driven it. leadership. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm interested to see that because if you look at the way that McCarthy has handled, say, you know, guys being captain, it was game to game. You know, yeah, I don't like that. There wasn't permanent captains. You know, there wasn't guys that, you know, it was kind of like, you know, Christy Scales, like me and Eric would be doing the pregame show. And Christy would say, you know, she she would say, uh, you know, T.J. Bass is captain today. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's it's it's, it's T.J. Bass. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's T.J. Yeah, it Bass. Was, it's Oso yeah, Digizua it, and Noah Igbenogany. Yeah. And you're like going, OK. You know, I mean, hey, Which those, I, guys, I those guys may have fine leadership. Kind of, they may, yeah, they may have fine leadership traits, but that's you, you got to identify that's, that's your guys. Thing, and it's and I don't know, I don't know if the culture, you know, we we had this discussion on the G Bag Nation today on one hundred five three the fan. We had this discussion about you know leadership and are leaders developed? Are they born? I, I tend to uh, tend to subscribe to that leaders are born. I really yeah. do. I and. And I and I don't know if you know Mike McCarthy likes to talk about committees and you know this that and you know and you're just kind of like, but who are you putting it on? You know who are you putting these? Who are you putting it on? You know the 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 you know leadership thing we talk about Dak. No, nobody ever says anything negative about Dak. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. As a leader, nobody ever said, you know, I've never heard anybody say anything different, but who else, who else on that team, you know, who else yeah. is that guy? Just, you know, does Zach Martin want to be a leader? You know, he, he, he's a leader by example, as they like to say, Tyron Smith, you're lucky if you get two words from Tyron Smith, but he's a, you know, all pro hall of fame player. They don't have, they don't have like a Chris Jones, like Kansas city has, you know, Free agent, have a Jason free agent, Kelsey. free agent. Like, if you want to go all in on your defensive tackle, there, Brian. I'm just saying, some Chris Jones. I, I, I'm, I'm not yeah, opposed. That'd be you want to play all in, sure. Chris Jones, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'd love that. Not a bad football player. No, not a bad football player at all. But I don't know if Mike McCarthy and the way that he operates fosters leaders. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know if the you know if people want to believe they develop and all that. I don't know by you know, permanent team captains, not to the playoffs, you know, but you're giving everybody an opportunity to be, you know, you're giving people opportunities to speak to the team, you know? Okay. 
I, but I don't, you know, there needs to be like you listen to people talk about the the pregame or the the before the night speech, Kansas City in the Super Bowl, you know, and what those guys, yeah. you know, Mahomes and Kelsey and those guys stood up and said, you know, you kind of those are great football players. But who on this team really is that, you know, you know, CeeDee Lamb talked about it. CeeDee Lamb, we you know, when he was I think, him and I Micah think CD, Parsons, you know, they talked about CD, it. I think CD can grow into that. I don't yeah. know that Micah, I don't know that Micah Parsons can. I think CD can. I, yeah. I, th- I think CD's growing and maturing, and I think CD can grow into that role because I, I think he's, I think he has a desire to, and I think that he's shown a history here in three years of whether on or off the field or just in terms of, so you know locker culture and everything else cd has a good history of identifying areas where he's deficient and fixing it and and so i i do have i do have belief in him he goes out and he's better every year yeah every year he's gone out and gotten better so you as a player as a teammate you respect that you know you respect that and sometimes you know there are guys that stand up there and and you know go on and on and on they're supposed to be leaders and they're really not because they don't respect the team doesn't respect that guy you know, so I don't know. I, I just, you know, if they're going to use the word about culture and leadership and accountability and all that, man, there, there, there might have to be some changes at some spots for that to happen. No, no doubt about it. And, and I think that may start, though, with your defensive coordinator. And that's why that's a big in terms of just He's it, a great it, hire. In my opinion, that. I might be dead balls wrong about him. I know working with him. I know how important this is to him. So. You know, like I said, this this might be the most important hire that Mike McCarthy made because it might damn well save his job. I, I think it's I think it's a great hire. I think he's a great yeah. coach. I think that he is going to bring a lot to this football team that I'm excited about. Really quickly before we transition over to just kind of talking some Super Bowl recap stuff and exactly how far away maybe the Cowboys are in this aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, schematically, um, the the type of X's and O's coach that you know about Zimmer. Uh, your just thoughts on him? I know, like I said earlier. He is a, a big fan of double A gap pressure. He loves yeah. blitzing guys up the A gap. He he's one of these guys who's really big into at, at least in Minnesota. I know that this has always been the case, but I know in Minnesota he developed a bigger rep- reputation for sim pressures, where yeah. it's like you're you're rushing four, but you're maybe dropping a defensive end and a linebacker's coming as that fourth pressure. Yeah. Just he he is Fire very big. Is what they call it, yeah. He he's very big into just you know, also like he disguises his coverages with Dan Quinn. A lot of what you saw was what you were going to get. Uh, this is different. You don't always know who's coming, who's going. You don't know who's going to drop in the coverage. It feels like there's a lot more schematic disguise in what Mike Zimmer wants to do than what we're used to with Dan Quinn. Well, let me say this though, Bobby, if the Cowboys were having trouble on defense with motion pre-snap or at the snap, and it was causing confusion and stuff like that, that's on the players, you know? That's on the players yeah. because we saw in the Green Bay game some problems they had with that. And, you know, you could disguise stuff and all that, but if you if you bust because you're not lining up right or you're not, you know, the football intelligence or, you know, you're not learning your scheme or your, your assignments and all that, you know, I, I don't care. You could, be, you could be Steve Spagnuolo or you could be Mike Zimmer, whoever, but if your players can't take from the from the classroom to the practice field to the games every week, yeah, I don't care who the coach is. It ain't gonna work. So that's something they need to figure out. Like, you know, when Mike gets in there, he's gonna have to look at it, okay, 
Why did you give up big plays? Why did you have problems in games? Is the communication poor? Are the checks poor? Is the scheme poorly taught? Or the players just don't know or not smart enough to 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 do it the right way? You're going to find out very fast with Mike Zimmer how that's all going to work. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast, the Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 